right, welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. And I'm Brynn. And we have just finished all of the episodes of Moonlight. So we go with our break it down, the whole series at the end of the series. <laughs> and as I mentioned, when we broke down True Calling, Brynn is going to be way better at this than I am. Because <laughs> it's kind of what she does. She's so. selling herself short. But this is my business. <laughs> so. This is her business. She's in the know. <laughs> She's got it. Yeah. So um, super exciting um, to break down Moonlight. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, at the end of this episode, we will announce our next series. So super excited to announce that. Um, So definitely stay tuned throughout this episode so that you can find out. It's going to be so exciting. Um, But yeah, so let's go ahead and break down Moonlight. So we have some specific questions that we are going to ask for every series. And so that way you kind of get into the flow. Maybe you can start thinking about these questions as you're watching the series with us. so that you can chime in with your answers as well. We'd love to hear what you think. So uh, first things first is our recast. If we were going to reboot the series today, who would we cast in all of these roles? Bryn, take it away. Um, you know, last time we did this for True Calling, I went a little bit Arrowverse heavy. Arrowverse heavy. <laughs> and this... Uh, and this time I'm going a little pretty little liars heavy nice. <laughs> um, but for Mick I had Tyler Blackburn who is from pretty little liars okay he also is in the reboot of what is that show called it... Roswell oh interesting um, I have him on my dream team for my TV show <laughs> He looks like he'd be a very good vampire. He is very pretty. He's very pretty. Yeah. I I approve of this pick. Yes. Um, For Beth, I have Lucy Hale, who is also from Pretty Little Liars. But she also plays Robin's little sister on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. She's cute. And she plays Alexis Bledel's little sister in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. Oh, okay. And she's been in a few things. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I really like her. She's very cute. Um, but really, truthfully, any any number of girls could be Beth. Beth is not complicated, and that's not a bad thing. She has enough character development. She's just not... Yeah. No. Totally agree. Tricky to cast no yeah i'm with you on that <laughs> Who did you have for beth so for beth i actually have vanessa hudgens i could dig it yeah, yeah. just the cute sweet yeah. you know thing yep. going on not a lot happening upstairs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes it actually does kind of remind me of her character from beastly yeah did you watch beastly i didn't watch beastly it's actually really good yeah. and maybe my favorite mary kate olsen role ever interesting yeah. Anyway, I like it a lot. Yeah, so Vanessa Hudgens for Beth. Um, for Mick, I actually have um, Sebastian Stan. I love him. <laughs> yes. Like, I feel like he can do the dark brooding. Did you watch Gossip Girl? No. Okay. He's in 
many episodes of Gossip yeah. Girl. <laughs> and I loved him in that. And yeah. when I found out he was, when we went and saw The Winter Soldier, and I was all, <gasps> Sebastian <Lucky>. Stan! <laughs> it's back I was like, oh my gosh, I love him. Like, when he first turned up to be The Winter Soldier, I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, I love him so much. Yeah. Um, he's amazing. Yeah, right? I mean... He'd be the dark, broody vampire guy. Like, and yeah, I feel would. like, He's no offense amazing. to Alex O'Loughlin, but like, I feel like he didn't pull off the brooding thing very well. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been better if it had been better. It wasn't terrible the yeah. way it was, but it would have been better if the brooding had been better. Yes. But see, Mick is one of these characters, like Batman or Superman, and the reason... I think the real reason that DC doesn't do better in movies Mm -hmm. is because they have characters like Batman and Superman and things like this who are very hard to cast because look at Superman. He has to look like a god. Right. And a nerd. Right. At the same time. At the same time. (laughs) That's true. That is a very difficult. Very muscular, very well built man is a dweeb. Right. Like in his alter ego. Batman, on the other hand, that totally has to be this rich playboy. It's more about personality with Batman. He yeah, has to yeah. be a rich playboy slash <laughs> like <laughs> night ninja. Like <laughs> I mean, like it, it's very hard to find somebody. Uh, so if you look at all the past Supermans or all the past Batman. um, Batmans, you you see which one they ended up going with. Yeah. Which side was more important at the time. Interesting, yeah. Personally, I feel like Christopher Reeves looks better as a dweeb than he yeah. does as a god. Right, like, right. Uh, so, like, you can see the one, the side that they, that apparently ended up being more important to that particular version. This is a problem I have with Mick, right? Because yeah. Mick is supposed to be, like, broody, angry angsty all the time hates himself like but also soups flirty with beth right right like and like i don't know that's a, that's very hard to cast yeah um but i do feel like tyler blackburn could do this because he actually plays a very similar character in pretty little liars very good he's homeless for a while when you first oh, wow. meet him in pretty little liars he's yeah. He's gone through many, like, foster homes. So okay. he's in high school, but he's living in the school. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and nobody knows. Right, right. Uh, but he's also very good at the flirty thing, very subtle flirty. Like, so that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Tyler Blackburn's a good choice. No, I think that's anyway. a great choice. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so next, who do you have for Joseph? Cole Sprouse. That's a good pick, I actually. I think he would be really funny as Joseph. <laughs> that would be a really good pick. And the bonus of doing Cole Sprouse is you could occasionally bring in Dylan Sprouse uh-huh. and be like, Joseph has a twin? Right. Like, and that would be like an added like character bonus. Yes. Like, yes, these twin vampires that like... <laughs> oh, that would... That's a really good pick. <laughs> I went Davis and said, keep Jason Doring. Because <laughs> you totally can. You can, right? Like, A, Jason As long as you're still starting over, it doesn't matter. The age of Joseph is irrelevant. Right, because it doesn't matter how old he is. He's not a love interest for anybody, like, in particular. And it doesn't matter in relation to how old Mick is. 
because like he got turned way back in you know and obviously he has an even better body than he did at the time like what right (laughs) that shot of him coming out of the ocean in the Uh, is the only good thing to come out of the reboot of (laughs) veronica mars oh that's so great and but and okay digression i love Kristen bell's like talking to the other girls when he's coming out of the ocean like because they're like oh my gosh that guy and she's like yeah the only good part about that whole season yes oh i'm still angry about the end yes um but yeah so i went like Keep Jason Doring. He nails all the Joseph stuff. There's no stuff. reason you can't. Yeah. So, I love it. Um, oh, okay. And then, so who do you have? I, I put Ben because... Because <laughs> I can never <laughs> remember Josh. his real name or, like, not his... <laughs> but, you know, I just keep referring to him as his character's name from Snow Bride. So... Yes. Um, Josh... I had Ian Harding, who is from Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> um, but the truth is, so many people could play with Josh, too. He is mostly serious. Um, but he's also just, like, a, an all-around nice guy. Like, so I don't think he would be very hard to cast, either. Yeah. Um... I missed that whole thing. <laughs> so for Josh, who do you have? I have Ian Harding, who is also from Pretty Little Liars. Oh, cool. But he's, Josh is also very easy to cast. He's just a very nice guy. He gets upset. I mean, you would have to maybe like see how they handle a death scene. Cause I do feel like Josh was pretty great at that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, seriously. <clears throat> But yeah, I went with my TV boyfriend because I just wanted to cast him in something. Um, so Matt Lanter, who is yeah, I always have to look him up again. I know. got to see something that your TV boyfriend is in. Yes, my TV boyfriend is like and I think he could just pull off that whole D.A. He's very like clean cut, good looking. Um, mm, yes, I could see that. Yeah, like, you know, I am, you know, awesome DA guy. Yeah. Um, who have you got for Coraline? Um, I put Troy and Belisario. She is also from- That's so funny. I was literally just looking at her profile because I was, I looked up somebody else that you were talking about. And I saw Troy and Belisario, and I was like, oh, that's super interesting. she's from Pretty Little Liars. So somebody else I was talking about led you to. Yeah, because um, she's clearly um, Donald Belisario's daughter. Yes. um, Because in Quantum Leap, don't know if you've ever seen Quantum Leap. No, um, but I've wanted to because of Chuck. It's so good. Like. I need to watch it for sure. Yes. It's like, I mean, I watched it as a kid. Um, like my dad and I would like sit and watch Quantum Leap like as it aired. Um, but so in Quantum Leap, Donald names one of the characters Troyan. Oh, that's funny. 
And so when I saw Troy in Belisario, I was like, oh, that's got to be Donna Belisario's daughter. And so I like it, it drew my attention to her. <laughs> She's funny. married to the guy from Suits. I can't remember. Can't remember what her husband Suits. <laughs> I can't remember, but um, she's very old to be playing a high schooler. Um, yeah, she was born in '85, and um, she. Let's see. Pretty Little Liars started in what 2010. Sure. So she's 25 playing a sophomore in high school, <laughs> ninth grader in high school. Um, yeah, and the way Pretty Little Liars goes, the first season is the first half of their sophomore year. And then the second season is like the second half. And then the third season is like the first half of junior year. <laughs> like, so like they're still aging. Sure. They're all like in their 20s and they're like getting so much older but they're still in high school that's crazy but then there's like a time leap where it's like a few years later yeah um for Coraline I've got uh and I'm I'm second guessing this because she needs to be a little glamorous and my pick isn't necessarily glamorous um but I thought the dark and like tricky part of her would be good for Aubrey Plaza. Hmm. But she doesn't necessarily sure. have the glamour side. I mean, she she could. Possibly. Oh, you know what? I don't know what. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just realized. Do you know what? That was... For the other one. <laughs> nope. Sure don't. <laughs> yeah, you might want to just get part of this. That just took a weird turn. But <laughs> I just remembered somebody else I had for True. Oh, who else did you have for True? Um, Leighton Meester. I don't know who that is. Oh, really? She was in Gossip Girl and... Single parents and oh, she actually is in Veronica Mars. She's oh the one who gets Adam Scott arrested. Do you remember? Yes, I do remember Adam. Oh, yep, yep, yep. The girl who said she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it really wasn't her. It was really the girl from right step by step. Yes. AJ. I can never really remember her real name, but it her name was AJ and step by step. <laughs> She yeah. also has been playing a high schooler forever. For ebbs. <laughs> like Joey Tribbiani trying to play a 19-year-old. <laughs> yes. Like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Hello, 30-year-old playing a high schooler. You're fine. <laughs> right? It's totally fine. You've got it. Um, okay, so that's our recast. Did you have anybody else? Those are the only oh, ones yes, I recast. Oh, yes, I did. I did recast Logan and The Cleaner. Because I would put them in every episode to slowly build up his team. Sure. Um, So Logan we recast as Michael Pena from Ant-Man. Yes! Yes. I think he would be hilarious. Oh my gosh. He would be so funny. He does that role so well. It's a little ridiculous how good he is. 
Um, and then the cleaner I put is Katie Cassidy, who's also from the Arrowverse. Um, she's a black canary from the Arrowverse. Okay. Um, she's in a few other things, but I think she has that hard seriousness of the cleaner. Mm -hmm. Um, but also she could be slightly flirty if we, you know, if you wanted her to be. She's kind of a terrible picture of her. <laughs> but that's a good picture of her for the cleaner. Oh, oh yeah, she'd be good in that role for sure. Yeah, she's very serious. I recently watched her and Leighton Meester in Monte Carlo with Selena Gomez. That was an interesting <laughs> high school chick flick. Been in a high school movie kick. Right, yeah, you've been doing good. Yeah. So I watched Monte Carlo. That was very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Um, cool. So there's our recast. Oh, did you have any more? I thought, nope. Nope. nope okay, that's good. it. Okay. Who is your favorite character, Bryn? I, it's a toss-up between Mick and Joseph. Sure. Because the thing is, what I really like most about both of them is their bromance. Right. And I just, and I just They're adore their fun. bromance. Yes. So the thing is, you you couldn't, like, you couldn't make, I don't know, their their age difference doesn't seem like that much, but if you think about it, Jason Delring was like 24 when he made Moonlight, yeah, and um, Alex O'Loughlin was like 35, yeah. But they don't seem that different in age, right? Right. Um, so the, the age difference, and, and there's not like a big deal because obviously J, uh, Joseph is like 400 yeah. and Mick is 85. So like, who cares what the age difference is? It's about when they were turned, not about how old they really right, are. Right, right. So, yeah, so they it kind of be... doesn't matter. It could be anybody really who plays them, but, but, um, it just depends on how old you want Mick and Beth to be. Right. I, I put them in, kind of in their 30s. That's what I did, so, too. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Mick and Joseph, their they're bromance is... Yeah, I've got Joseph yeah. as my favorite I mean, character. I, there just needs to be more of him. There does was... need to be. I realized there were a couple episodes he's not in, I right? think, this time around when we watched it. But well, Don't do that. <clears throat> um, least favorite character. I don't really know if I have one. Maybe Beth's boss. Oh. Like, I don't know. I I just kind of love all the characters. There's yeah. not anybody that you're like, shut up and go away. <laughs> you know? Like, I feel that way about somebody in most of the Arrowverse shows. Sure. In Like, in The Flash, it's the worst because the girl... I forget her name right now. But anyway. The, the main, girl. The main love interest. Yeah. For Barry. I'm always like, shut up. Oh, it's Iris. <laughs> I'm always like, shut up, Iris. Get out of here. <laughs> She's right? always like, you're not the Flash, Barry. We are the Flash. And I'm like, you bring nothing to the table, Iris. <laughs> shut up and get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> you're just bossy. Uh, yeah. So there's no, there's nobody like that in this show for me. Sure. Like, there's nobody that I'm like, stop talking. We hate you. Right? <laughs> um, I said, I wrote, can I say Beth? <laughs> <laughs> is that okay? 
Um, I just like, and I think maybe part of it is the whole romance with Mick and Beth, like that I just. You know, you find it too creepy. Yes. You're I, not on board. I'm I get it. I'm not on board. And so I think. To be fair though, Beth makes way less, way fewer stupid decisions than most heroines. In, sure. In shows. True. She's not, she's Accurate. not nearly as like. She doesn't fight nearly as often. She's not like Lois Lane where she's like, I must run into danger, you know, right? because I'm a woman and I can, you know, like uh, she doesn't make frustrating choices like that. And she's not in Pretty Little Liars, one of the worst things that they do. And they do it all the time. They break into people's houses all the time and they don't wear gloves. Oh, yeah. And they know that the cops are after them. And I'm like. Like, what is wrong with you? How hard is it to start carrying gloves with you when you know someone's trying to frame you? Right? Like, <laughs> like come on now. There are Make things better that can choices. prevent that from happening. There is full-on a scene in Pretty Little Liars where she's like, they're, the girls are all together. She says something like, should I tell him the truth? And they're like, no, wait, don't tell him the truth. And you're like, no, what? No, uh, do. Why are you doing this? What is the worst that could happen when he learns that truth? It's not even anything like, and you're Earth just going to lie about it, okay? Like, I hate lead females who make poor decisions yeah. all the time. That makes sense. So, really, she's better than a lot. Yeah. No, and I agree. But, like, I... But I could see that. Yeah, I'm just... The other the guys are so funny. Right, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> you know, if I've got to pick Guillermo somebody... Even. <laughs> If I gotta pick somebody, he was my pick for March Madness. Show some respect. Like even <laughs> Guillermo is funny, right? Oh, yeah. I I I agree. All right, let's move on to our top three episodes. What you got? <clears throat> my top three episodes are in no particular order. Yes. The same. Mortal Cure, which is when we find out about the the cure, the seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, brothers, who then turns out to be six brothers and one sister. <laughs> uh, and a sister. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, which is Joseph's backstory. Sleeping Beauty, definitely on my list. And then I actually had four. Okay, <laughs> what, what's left behind is the one where he thinks he has a son. Oh, I liked that one a lot for sure. And Love Lasts Forever, which is the one where Josh dies. Okay, Love Lasts Forever is also on my list. Just because, like I said, it's it's super entertaining for me. Like, because I was so shocked. You're invested. You're yeah. very invested in that episode. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's hard to, like, write notes during that episode. Because you're like... Right? Even if you've seen it a few times, you're like, Josh. Josh no. We still liked him. Yes. Come on, Ben Tannenhill. I'm rooting for Megan and Beth, and I still like Josh. Right? I don't think he had to die. No. (laughs) It is kind of like, I don't know. I feel like it's good. I get why they did that, because they didn't want her to be a jerk and break up with him for Meg. Like, I get the whole plot device. I actually think Josh should have broken up with her. Oh, yeah. See, that would have been good. Um... I could get on board with that. I mean, no, I can't get on board with that. <laughs> but if she's going to end up with, like, cute ADA, then yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, there definitely should have been in season two a thing with Ben. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, so I have Sleeping Beauty, Love Lasts Forever, and I also have 12.04 a.m. 
Um, just because, again, that's just a, like, you, that villain is super creepy. So, psychological thriller, you know I'm here for it. Right, yeah, and like so that time. episode, you're totally just like, oh, yeah. like totally entertained Yeah, the entire time. And he wasn't a vampire before, and then he turned into a vampire. Right. So that and was like additional that creepiness. That was tricky, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I like 12.04 a.m. for sure. Um, worst episode, what have you got? Arrested Development. The one with the teen vampire yeah. with the acne. I was favorite. I debated between that and the one I picked. Which so one did you pick? Um, I picked Doctor Feelgood. That's the one where the doctor got turned accidentally. Yeah, that like, one's not favored either. Yeah, I'm like they're just running around trying to find this vampire. Also, there's an incinerator at the hospital. Right, <laughs> and nobody minds that you're just it's walking not a guarded body out at all. <laughs> <laughs> you can you burn could just anything. burn anything in there. Trap someone inside. <laughs> That's how it works. Um, yeah. So, Doctor Feelgood, but then I agree with the Arrested Development. Yeah. Those little... are not my favorite episodes. Yeah. Um, so let's break down why do you think it was canceled? And well, Rin. I think it gave up too mu- too much information too fast. It had the opposite problem of True. Mm-hmm. True gave us. Very little information ever. <laughs> um, but Moonlight just gave us everything we wanted, including Mick and Beth end up together at the end of season one. Right. That's like... Like, where are you going from here now? Yeah. Like, you you can't top that. Like, right. <laughs> like, you know, most... You have like, to like, have them break up later and then, like, get back together later. and then, Right. I mean, this is the same problem that Lois and Clark had, right? Is that yes. they got together too soon. Yes. And then it got weird after they were married. Right. Um, yeah. Because there just was no, like, sexual tension. Like, Yeah, it's all gone. <laughs> they just fought like a married couple, not like a... Right. I love you and don't want to say it. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, I get that. So I think, I think it was too much too fast. Yeah. And I, I wonder if that was an attempt to get restarted sure like i wonder if they were trying to like give people things that they wanted Mm -hmm. so that they could get renewed but i don't know yeah it was just too much too fast for sure yeah i get that um i would say um i feel like they didn't give us much of a reason to care deeply about like a lot of the characters I mean by the time Josh dies yes I'm like deeply invested in that but like everybody else everything was just coming too fast I don't understand your motivation here I I think Josh should have lived I I think Josh dying should have been the season finale yeah Um, yes yes because in the in almost the middle of the season it's weird right um, yeah, that is weird. I mean, again, why I was like completely blindsided by the whole thing. So I'm like, that's not yeah. supposed to be. Um, I also put no Beck. No Beck. No Beck. <laughs> You're such a hater. Well, like, again, so I think that might be part of what, you know, the downfall was like, how do you get people on board with that relationship? <laughs> you know, 
when he's been watching her since she was four. Yeah, I mean, like, there's some people, like, maybe eventually you might get to that point. But like you said, with the too soon, like, I'm not ready for them to be a couple yet. Like... Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm rooting for them, and I think it was too soon. Right. Like, they should have kept them apart longer. I mean, Sean and Juliet don't even start dating in Psych until, right. like, season five or yeah. something. Yeah, I love um, that episode. But Psych did a really good job of... Because love was not the focus of Psych... Yes. It was okay when they got together. Right. It was not a big deal. Yes. Um... It didn't change very much about their, about Psych in general. Yeah. So, that was good. Um, but Psych is one of the few that has done it well. Yeah. And we've talked about, like, how you can't really have a good movie or show without any romance at all. Right. People just don't like it. Yeah. Huh? Um... <laughs> I don't know why that is, but people don't like it as much. It's yeah. hard. it's much harder to win over an audience when there's no romance happening, that's even in the background. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's some of the reasons. So, what could have saved it? I said, a little more Joseph. <laughs> like, pepper He didn't in. save Veronica Mars. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Poor Jason Doring is here, just part of all these amazing series that keep getting canceled. Right? Oh, I know when I Zombie too. He still. How many seasons did that have? Like four or five, I feel like. Is he a regular in it? Um, he becomes one, but not at first. Not at first. He doesn't. I don't even think he comes in until like either late season two or season three. Um, but, but I love um. That girl would probably be a good Beth. Oh, she would be a good Beth, actually. Yeah, she's really good. Um, But yeah, so I think I think just a little more levity. I think I should have said Coraline for my least favorite character. That's true. She's not great. She's kind of the worst, and she's a little bit insane. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I liked the whole like, is she human? Is she not? How did that happen? Part of it. So I wish I that had gone on longer too. That's true. Because we, as the audience, found out she wasn't human at the end of the episode. Right. And Just then the next episode, episode, he found like, out. Yeah. Yeah, that's lame. Like that should have gone on longer. I agree. The mind games should have gone on longer. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anything you could think of that could have saved it? <sighs> I think they didn't really understand their cards. <laughs> right? <laughs> they had this Josh Lindsay dying card, and they had yeah. this... Lindsay? Was that his name? I don't and know. And they had this Coraline getting taken away card. Yep. And Coraline playing human card. And they right. didn't, like, understand how to structure them so that people yes. would stay involved invested, and yeah. invested. Yeah. And I think, that, I think that a better pacing with the info... But also, again, like we talked about, a seasoned villain. Arc, yeah. Yeah, just they needed something that connected the whole season, and they didn't really have that. Yeah. Um, they tried to make it the cure, 
But then we stopped really talking about the cure after Coraline went away. Right. And it just was not a thing we discussed anymore. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so they had all these cards and they just were like, mm, I don't know, throw one out there. Right. They weren't building to any of them. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing anything else. So like, they, I think they just didn't understand how to keep people on the edge of their seat. Yeah. They just threw stuff at you and you were like, oh, I mean, okay. Cool. Yeah. You know, like I'm here for that oh. information, but like you all just right. gave me all that information. Yeah. So right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was every literally everything I needed to know. I mean, the Mortal Cure episode itself, all the information you get in that episode, yeah. you could have stretched out over a whole season. Yeah. Like that could have been a whole season all by itself. Absolutely. And it could have ended with you finding out that Coraline was right human or right. was vampire. was one of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. totally agree. All of the above. Okay, so we're ready for our overall rating. What did you think? How many remotes do you give Moonlight? <laughs> I gave four out of five. It is a little bit better than true at structure and um, pacing, but it, again, it has sort of the opposite problem of true. So <laughs> it is a little better, but it's not a lot better. <laughs> I went the other way. I'm going two and a half. <laughs> But I think mainly because I just couldn't get on board with the love interest story. Like, because every time I, I really would get feel angry. like you should not have found out about that connection until you were more invested in Yes. Nick and yes. I think that would have helped a lot. Because, yeah. because if the audience isn't in love with Mick, it's going to be so much harder to get them on board with, on yeah. board with this couple. Yeah. That. I completely agree. If it was like that, when I'm like, I'm already shipping them, and then I find out the really creepy part, I'm like, oh, but I like them together. This is one so of those much. better forgiveness than permission. Yes, things. <laughs> yes. Because like when you find that out at the very beginning, you're like, oh my gosh, he's been watching her since she was four. Like, lol. Yes. It's like a dad figure. Like, blah. Yeah, I mean, in the first episode, the audience, I'm pretty sure, finds out that she was the one he saved. And that's right. too soon. Right. That whole thing, her whole kidnapping could have been its own arc for yeah. a season. Like, oh, they had sure. all these cards. Yeah. They could have stretched out to be a whole season storyline. Yeah. And they did not. No, they sure <laughs> did not. Yeah. So, like, if they had held back that card until the end of the season. Yeah. I could have been a lot more on board with the whole relationship, but just like, so what you're saying though, like if there's no relationship to like root for, it's hard for a series to like get traction. And so since I never really liked the main relationship, I'm like, you were rooting for Josh and then he died. Right. So of course that wasn't going to stick around for you, you know? Jerks. Yeah, exactly. So, hence the two and a half stars. So, I'm sorry, but it's okay. I did like it for sure. I do like it. If they could take away the Mick and Beth, it's definitely one of the best vampire things I've ever watched. I'm not big on vampires. I think also because I love Angel so much more, like, Angel would be like a four and a half out of five remotes for me. Um, Maybe even close to a five, but um, that's 
like that's my vampire detective. Who doesn't love David Boreanaz? Right. Well, and that's my vampire detective. So I've got this vampire detective who's not quite Angel. <laughs> yeah. You know, so he's already like on this platform. You know, I've got my <laughs> pedestal vampire detective. And I'm like, oh, all right, Mick, you're all right. He falls in love but... with like a 15 year old. So there's that. <laughs> right. It's so much different. <laughs> Rin, I don't think you understand. It's way better than falling in love with a four-year-old. How different it is. I mean, you can pick and choose your underage minors here. Why is it always going to be creepy with vampires? I know, right? Oh, man. And it's not like he was a teenager when he was turned. Like, yeah. David Boreanaz was like well into his 20s. <laughs> When he got turned into a vampire. So that's not an excuse to fall in love with a 15-year-old. I'm just saying. At the end of the Duff, did we talk about this? At the end of the Duff, the two teachers are talking. One of them is Ken Jeong. Uh-huh. And the other one, Chris Wilde, goes, I don't remember who he says, but the name of some girl, he's all, she's looking fine tonight. And Ken Jeong goes, she's 15, man. Yeah. And he's all, I don't care about 15. She is a 10. Nice. <laughs> Like, oh my like, gosh, out. Out. that that line is out. so funny to me every time. I love Chris Wilde. He's in another movie that I love. Oh, fun. All right, well, you've made it through two series with us, and now we're going to announce the next series. Yay. Bryn, what is our next series? Do you remember? Grinder. Grinder. Is it just Grinder? It's or the, the Grinder. Yeah, it's okay. the Grinder. The Grinder. Which I think part of the reason it got scrapped might be might have something to do with the fact that it shares a name with a like dating app. Uh yeah. <laughs> That's what Brian said too. Right. He was but, like, I don't think that was doing them any favors. No. It's so funny. It's a comedy. We're going twenty two minute comedy. You much can, less death. Much less death. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Um but we've got uh Fred Savage. We have the waitress from it's always sunny in Philadelphia because she doesn't have a name in there. She's just waitress. Just waitress. Yeah. Um, he, she is Fred Savage's wife in the awesome. show. Um, and she's great. We have Rob Lowe. Like, so the premise of it is Rob Lowe is a TV actor and he played a lawyer on TV and his show gets canceled. And so he goes and, like, stays with his brother, who is Fred Savage, who is an actual lawyer. And Rob Lowe, the TV lawyer, thinks that he can just practice law because <laughs> he's been a TV lawyer for so long. That's amazing. Yeah. And, like, so some of the things uh, that you'll like is, um, you know, Fred Savage would be like, you can't do that. You know, like some like legal thing, like, it, and Rob Lowe would just go, but what if I could? <laughs> I love Rob Lowe so much. Um, yeah. His brother, so Chad big. Lowe, is in um, Pretty Little Life. Oh, interesting. One of the main parents. Yeah, very cool. And he frequently, like, for the most part, you're like, hmm, they look nothing alike. Yeah. And then occasionally you're all, oh, no, I see it. Like, just yeah. certain faces and things. Right. Well, like, um, Captain America, uh, the um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, the Captain America before, you know, spoiler alert, 
before <laughs> Falcon becomes Captain America. Um, that's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's, or Kurt Russell's son. Oh. Goldie Hawn's son. That's awesome. I know. Because, like, and then you can see it, like, in certain faces he makes, you're like, oh, yeah, that's totally Kurt Russell. Like, it's so crazy. The, the Captain America in that? Yeah, the one who goes a little crazy. I've heard about, I haven't watched it Oh, yet. you haven't watched Falcon in the Winter Soldier Brian yet. has watched it. Yeah, it's great. He watched it without me. Rude. Brian. No. Brian. I came in and he was watching the third episode and I was all, really? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. He's like, I didn't want it to get spoiled for me, and you were not watching it. And that's like, <laughs> so really, this is on Fine. you. <laughs> See how you are. Anyway, you can check out the grinder. It's super cheap on Vudu. Um, just one season, or maybe it was two seasons. I can't remember. I think it's one. Just one. Season. I think it's ten bucks. Like, it's yeah, super really... cheap. So go ahead and grab it. We will start um, our season of the grinder next. So. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys later. Bye.